Hello, hello, hello everyone. Phoebe here. Welcome to Ink Lives, your favorite podcast for all things poetry, beautiful poems, inspiring poets, top 10 apologies, interesting facts in the yard, and every reason why ink truly lives. This is season three, episode three. That's how I'm introducing this one. That's how I'm introducing this one today. Uh, I realized that I didn't exactly give you guys an introduction to season three. Like I just jumped right into it. So yeah, we did season one of Inclave, season two, and now we're in season three. Um, why am I taking time to talk about season three? Because season three is going to be the more interactive season, might I say. It's going to be the one where I'm going to be having guests, you know, showing you guys a little, <laughs> little stuff. I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to be hosting guests. I'm going to be hosting different people. There are going to be interactions. Like, it's not going to be monologue like season one and season two have been. But this particular episode, this one is going to be a monologue episode, but it's still interactive in a way because this is Q&A with Phoebe part two. Over the week, I've been asking you guys for questions. I put a question sticker on my personal Instagram, on the Inklaves Instagram. I even put a send it on Snapchat to give you guys an opportunity to ask me some questions that I'm going to answer on this episode today. And some of your questions were very, very interesting, (laughs) might I say. You guys had some very interesting questions, but I am going to answer them all. And remember, if you have anything to say about the questions I'm going to answer today or anything you have to say about the podcast, you can send me a message via Anchor. There is an Anchor voice message service. There is um, Instagram. The link of Inclusive's Instagram page is always in the podcast information. There is my email. Please feel free. And if it's your first time listening to Inclusive's, please click that subscribe button, leave a review, and share this entire podcast with your, as I say, everybody. Yeah. Social circle and clan. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into it. Okay. Um, question number one. How did you come up with this? When you say this, I am assuming podcasts, like the whole podcast idea. All right. Um, I've told this story like a thousand times. I feel like people have had it, but someone has asked, so I am going to repeat myself. Okay, so the whole idea of podcasts, I was inspired by my mom in the lockdown of 2020, around when, when September was about to begin, like late august yeah um as i always say my mom is like our motivational speaker shout out to you mommy so yeah she was telling us about how we are at home doing nothing <laughs> and that's how we should use this opportunity to economize our talents do something with our talents and all of that so i'd always wanted to put my poetry out there but her extra push is what actually pushed me and um i was thinking of different platforms i could have used and i wanted something really interactive so i didn't only want to like have a blog or like have an instagram page and youtube needs a lot of courage (laughs) and it's a lot of work so 
I opted for podcasts. And another reason why I opted for podcasts is because very few people do them. Of course, like now, podcasting has spread, so there are a significant number of people who do podcasts now. But then podcasts were something, not exactly something new, but like in Uganda or like around here. Podcast was not something that everyone did. So yeah, there was that. And also my favorite poet, George the Poet. Uh, heart eyes. Heart eyes to George the Poet. <laughs> George the Poet, he also does a podcast that I am so inspired by that I really, really love. So he also inspired me. I hope that I've answered your question. Right, next. Um, How long does it take to make one podcast episode? A week. It takes a week. <laughs> Okay, roughly, most of my episodes take a week. So, of course, there is drafting. There is drafting an idea. There is, there is thinking of the idea, then drafting it, making research, writing the episode outline. There is recording and there is editing. So, I do that. <laughs> I do that by myself. It's usually in the span of a week. But, um... Sometimes I get my epi- I get my episode ideas from other people. Like someone can just text me and they're like, "Oh, by the way, Phoebe, I was thinking about this um, for your podcast. Could you do an episode on this and this and this and this and this?" Or I see an idea like from someone, or I listen to a particular podcast and something that they do appeals to me, and I just find a way to make it my own, and I do that. Yeah, so just know you guys have a little crazy ideas that are coming up. Just stay ready, especially for season B. Um, how do you know that you're a writer? I do not know. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. I don't know. How do you know? How did I know that I was a writer? I don't know. Okay, um, maybe when I realized that it was something that I really love to do, or and when I realized I was good at it when I would write and people would like my work and they would appeal to it, they would relate to it and it was appealing to me. So I guess I that's it's it sounds like a very big answer but it's the best answer I can give you right now. I don't know what to tell you so okay next um not a question just some encouragement for a recently growing writer like me. Not me but like the person <laughs> Um, never give up. Don't. Like, not exactly for a writer only, but for anyone doing anything, especially creatives. A lot of people are going to tell you that your talents are going to take you nowhere. A lot of people are going to discourage you. A lot of people are going to tell you that what you're doing is not practical. It doesn't make sense, especially for people who want to, like, take it on fully and professionally. But never, ever give up always have always motivate yourself and surround yourself with good work to keep you in the game and be consistent try to be as consistent as you can and love what you do because i feel like passion can go a long way so i hope that's good advice for you um how do i start writing my own poetry for sale i don't know Okay, um, personally, I do do some gigs, like, once or twice, maybe three times, someone has asked me to write a poem for them, and they've paid me for it, and of course, recently, I started doing shows again, 
where sometimes I'm paid, sometimes it's charity. So um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you just make it aware to people that you're monetizing yourself. And of course, it has to be a certain level, like a level that you've reached of quality. Because not everyone can monetize their work. No offense, but it's the truth. <laughs> not everyone can monetize their work. So there's a certain level that you can reach, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Now, this, the next one is a bit long. Mm. Since the sweetness of the words of poetry enables it to tug on the heartstrings of men, should poets be careful what they bring into the world as they may influence the world? as they may influence the world views of the few who put a high premium on truth or the semblance of its of it as a basis for forming their world views yet usually it is just best for one to believe as his neighbors mm. do you feel any responsibility and does that make you self-censor okay uh First of all, yes, I do feel some sense of responsibility. People hate to admit it, but arts, arts has a high influence. Arts, sorry. People hate to admit it, but arts have a high influence on how people think. That's the truth. Because, okay, when they're, they're thinking or their emotions or what you can take a song like someone can listen to a song and it can immediately change their mood or you know they can look at a painting and it can change their perception on a particular subject or someone can read a poem where someone is giving their point of view on something and it can alter their own so yes i do feel like as a writer i do have a responsibility to help people see things in a certain way and to help them form their views and i do feel like as a writer and as an artist i have an obligation to change the world because artists change the world and yes when i am posting work or i am coming up with content for my podcast or even when I'm going to perform, the work that I do, the work that I produce, the work that I put out there is highly influenced by the fact that I know that people read my work and it helps them craft different opinions on certain objects, sensitive objects. So you can't just post work for you get <laughs> like you can't just post anything that you write because things affect people in different ways and someone might hold your work on high regard and you don't actually know so you might end up confusing someone with your confusion <laughs> i don't know whether i'm making sense but yeah i do take time to think about the things that i post for that very reason yeah uh okay the next question um poetry and modeling wow what a combination how do you balance it yes um yes i do model, model. i'm a model so 
in case anyone has any opportunities <laughs> you can still use my contacts you guys know them yeah i don't only write i model um how do i balance it okay um first of all it's all about planning guys it's all about planning you have to know how to plan your things well because yeah it's like that um luckily for me i have not yet had a time where modeling and poetry have collided i'm very lucky i think god just has me because the one time that i had a poetry performance they cancelled modeling like the one time i had a poetry performance on a day that i knew i had modeling they cancelled the modeling so i was able to go and perform so but it's all about planning and on days when they do collide you have to look at something that's more important cause modeling it might be um like just just a training like a training that you know you can you can afford to miss but the performance you know someone is relying on you to be there to perform and your fans people who appreciate your work are relying on you to perform there you know that you have to be there and if it's something that you can postpone like for example a podcast episode you know i know that i'm supposed to post something on friday but i know the whole day for modeling i'm going to be swamped and i can push it to saturday like there are some things where you can just make small compromises when the planning means to clash because i love them both i love them both so much i really love modeling and i really love being a writer so you have to be willing to make the balance to strike a balance yeah all right next question mm, do you look at inclives as a potential business or it's just a passion for poetry hmm yes i see it as a potential business as i've mentioned before i am interested in monetizing my poetry and building a career in it in writing poetry in theater performance in playwriting screenwriting the like so yes i do see it as a potential business um i perform for i perform and i get paid i um write poems for people and i get paid i i'm also looking to get sponsors for the podcast so in case any of you are interested in sponsoring the podcast i would appreciate that so that i can also get paid <laughs> but yeah honestly i believe that passion projects are the best businesses because you have a lot of love so it's easier for you to put in the effort required um okay this one isn't exactly in line with poetry but um name one thing still on your bucket list to attend an open mic night okay there's so many things that are still on my bucket list but attending an open mic night attending a concert um going on a museum date was also there but i did that with my sister <laughs> i did that with my sister last month what else um actually stepping into a public library i have never stepped into a public library it's so embarrassing <laughs> it's so embarrassing but yeah I, i guess i guess that's it i don't know um this one is also another one that's not in line with poetry but i'm going to answer it anyway netflix in sweat 
or going out with friends? Um, neither. I will take... Okay, I like going out with friends, but it depends where we're going. And um, Netflix and sweats, it depends on what I'm watching. In which, these days, I'm not the hugest fan of Netflix. I like old movies. Like, really, really, really old movies. So, I don't watch Netflix much. <laughs> I just usually get movies from my video library guy and watch them. Like, old, old movies. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, with the whole dark academic thing to them. So in case you guys also have movie suggestions, please feel free to hit me up. Uh, hmm. Body count? Zero. Um, the last person you creeped on social media? Brick Gray from on my blog. <laughs> Jamal on my blog. <laughs> okay, some of the questions ended. Um, not about the podcast, but just asking why you no longer have internal lives. Okay, um, the way that I imagined poetry Banta being, uh, it didn't, okay, it didn't exactly work out. So I'm trying to look for different ways to refurbish it. Um, I might not do them as lives. I might now just do them as plain old IGTVs, but I'm trying to like refurbish the whole idea bring it a new way probably hopefully next year but then i have school so <laughs> probably next year if poetry band i'll come back um have you said i love you yet to who <laughs> i say it to my mom i say it to my mom every day i say it to my dad every day i say it to my sisters every hour I say it to my friends very often. I say it to my best friend every time I see her and every time I text her. And also my male best friend. I say it to him every day. So yeah, I say I love you a lot, but when I mean it. Yeah. A lot of people have this concept that you know you shouldn't like saying I love you very often makes it lose meaning. But honestly, I just try to tell people how much I love them like people who I actually love like I try to tell them as often as I can because one time they might not be in my lives anymore or god forbid they might die or anything can happen and I will regret not making them feel loved enough yeah so I just try to say it as much as I can okay uh next question was it hard to begin the podcast yes because first of all, I was so I was so scared. <laughs> I was so scared. So getting the morale to do it, um, coming up with content, finding a good app. So yeah, starting a podcast was really, really, really hard. Um, another one not connected to podcasting or poetry, but how do you literally take all those nice things, guys? Amazing jeans. <laughs> my mom and my dad gave me good jeans. <laughs> But thank you so much. Um, um, how do you get better at poetry and storytelling? Um, first of all, do it as much as possible. Write poems as much as possible. Tell stories as much as possible. And surround yourself with people who do that. Yeah, you know, uh, 
show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. So if you surround yourself with people who are good at that and who do that and who love that, it won't be hard for you to improve yourself. And of course, read a lot of poems, watch a lot of people performing, watch a lot of storytelling, you will obviously become better. Yeah. Um, is poetry a black culture? No. Poetry is for everyone, so I won't... I won't, I won't say it's a black culture. Um, do you want to pursue poetry for your future? Yes, I want to go into performing arts professionally. Like, that's all I want to do. I want to do poetry, I want to perform it, I want to write plays, I want to do script writing, and yeah, acting maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, how can some how can one I think it's one but the person said something how can one gain from writing poems professionally I mean financially rather of course selling your work performing your work then someone like me who does a podcast um most poetry podcasts are usually people just sharing their work they're not like me who uses my platform for sharing ideas in the art <laughs> so yeah so through sponsors and stuff like that you can there are so many ways you can earn by the way this is something people can think about it um what is my favorite color i like blue uh personally i don't have a question but i really appreciate i really love and appreciate all you're doing thank you so 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 much i appreciate that and okay next question this next person sent like a thread of questions. I'm just gonna read them all. Um, um, here are questions. They are all about poetry. Um, is there a game? I don't. I didn't, I didn't understand that one. Um, is poetry a culture? Yes, it it is. What was it like being discovered? Um, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't know how to answer that because. It's not particularly that someone discovered me and then put me out there. I'm just the one who did it on my own. What's the untold story? The untold story? I'm still figuring that out. I'm still figuring that out. I, I'm not sure what it is. Do you ever feel like you're going mad? Every single day. I, I, I don't know, like... Why? Why? Why do I feel like I'm going mad? Because sometimes I feel like I know myself. <laughs> sometimes I feel like I know myself, and different things happen in that day that prove to me and show me that I actually do not know myself at all. You know, <laughs> it takes me to that question: Who are you? I'm sorry, guys. I'm going off topic, but you've caught me. I'm sorry. <laughs> like it takes me back to that question: Who are you? And I don't, I find that question very vague and I don't know how to answer it because there are so many things that I learn about myself every single day that I did not know. Things that I like, things that I hate, things that I'm good at, you know, things that I could do. And you know, because of all the new things that I'm learning, my opinions on different things are constantly changing. I am constantly redrafting shading off shading off old skins getting new ones so the fact that i do not fully know myself drives me insane sometimes and you know 
and the fact that other people also think that they know you but because we are different people who think differently everyone has their different version of you in their heads so i don't know like that's just something hmm. um do i do or do i die some of you some of you give me questions that either it's just me who is not thinking deep enough to understand them or you're just trying to sound deep and your questions don't make sense because honestly how am i supposed to answer this question do i do or do i die what do you mean okay um but yes do 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 until you can't do it anymore i think maybe they're trying to mean in the point of like pursuing something not giving up that's what i'm understanding it in but yes um what makes me so special nothing because i don't think i don't think i'm special i feel like i'm i feel like i'm like every other person the only difference between me and other people is that i let passion drive me but then there are also very many people who let passion drive them So I honestly don't know what makes me special. I don't even think that I'm special. Maybe the fact that I don't give up on things easily, the fact that I pursue things, the fact that I'm so much driven by passion, the fact that I follow my dreams, the fact that I don't back down, the fact that I'm confident, the fact that I'm social, the fact that I'm, I don't know. But there are many people like that, so I, I don't know if that makes me special. Um, what is my bad idea? maybe there maybe there's some there's a times when i write poems and i look at them and they are absolutely terrible like usually when i have when i've written a draft of a poem and i feel like it could be something i show it to like a friend <laughs> i have this friend called manzi shout out to you my bro manzi <laughs> Yeah, mm, almost all the time. Manzi and maybe my and maybe Rusho, my other friend Rusho. Yeah, those two. <laughs> Whenever I write a poem and I feel like it can be something, like I feel like there's something or like you know it can be made into something bigger, I show it to I show it to either of the two. Yeah. And you know they can help me redraft it, make it better, give me their critique, what that. Because it's also not good to share your work to so many people, yeah. Because you never know people's intentions, and you know you get a lot of different ideas, and people confuse you. I think those horrible ideas are those bad ass poems. <laughs> Then I guess, yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. Um and that those are the last questions. I've talked for 25 minutes. I don't think that's a lot, but um yeah. That is it. <laughs> and um I am so happy that you guys were able to give me questions. I am so happy that you guys listened to this podcast. I am so happy that you guys motivated me because yes, I have a lot of passion for these things, but uh having people who actually listen to my work and who actually love it, who actually relate to it, who actually show up for it, 
it means a lot and it drives me to be a better person so thank you guys so yeah thank you guys so much for being there I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. You have laughed at my opinions <laughs> and my bad jokes. Uh, <laughs> I love you guys so, so, so much. Um, do not forget to give me any, any comments that you might have using Anchor, using Instagram, using my email. And I really appreciate you guys who actually take time to get to know me or to interact with me. It means so much. And if it's your first time, Welcome to the family of the Inkies. Yeah. <laughs> I had this Instagram live once and someone asked me what my fans are called. <laughs> like my fans, people who listen to my podcasts. And another person suggested Inkies. So if it's your first time, welcome to the Inkies. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you guys so much. And don't forget to subscribe if it's your first time subscribe please subscribe leave a review and share this podcast with your entire social circle and clap guys please but yes um i love you all so 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 much and also i don't usually say this because i, I figured people would know but when you're sending me <laughs> a dm on instagram please feel free to follow like don't even feel free do it follow <laughs> follow includes <laughs> Yeah, but thank you guys so much. Love you all, and peace and love, and have an amazing weekend. <laughs>